Let me first begin by apologizing about the sound quality in some elements of this podcast. Recording day was just one of those times where technology, time, and the environment conspire against you and your best intentions. Please bear with us as we continue to improve our sound quality for future episodes. Thank you again for your patience and support. Enjoy the show. The will weaves as the will wills, and we are just a thread in the pattern. Welcome to Weaves and Will Talk, a weekly review podcast for fans of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time book series and the Amazon show of the same name. With help from my nerdy friends, we will discuss aspects of fantasy fiction and review episodes of the Wheel of Time show as fans of the franchise. Join us as we explore Randland together. And remember, be steadfast. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Weaves and Will Talk. This is our last episode before the Wheel of Time show premieres on Amazon Prime this Friday. In anticipation of that release, today's episode is a conversation among fans of the Wheel of Time book series, wherein we discuss our hopes, fears, and general expectations of the show. So without further ado, let's get into some Wheel Talk. Hello again and welcome to this pre-premiere episode of Will Talk. Today we have two guests, both big Will of Time fans. Say hello to Joe and Chi. Hi Joe, hi Chi. Hi everybody. You boys excited for the premiere to hit? I am very excited. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Indeed, yes. Now here's a bigger question. Are you more excited or scared? Because I know I think I'm a little scared. Ooh. That's, that that is a, that is a hard choice. I am very excited, but I'm also very very cautious and nervous about how they have um, chosen to attack this show. I know that um, that uh, Sanderson is was was heavily involved in or consulted on making it, so I'm, and he had good things to say. So I'm hoping that they uh, they do it justice. Uh, see, I didn't even know that. I didn't know he was involved. What'd you say, yeah. Jack? Yeah, they, they he's been consulted since the beginning, right? Yeah, pretty much. As far as I know, I, I, it's not since the beginning. Very early on, well, that they, had, they hadn't they hadn't announced any cast members before we found out that he was involved. Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty far back. Well, yeah. that does ease my heart just a little bit. Takes away the immediate heart palpitations. What what would what would your it's, it's still... <laughs> Still a coin toss, right? Oh, is it? What's what's their track record so far? 
Or have they not ventured anything like this? Yeah. I I can't think of anything in this vein that they've done. Um, Expanse might be the closest in that it's a literary work that they adapted, but they kind of didn't start it. They bought it. Exactly. So we don't Mm. know if they they followed through with, you know, um, making it by the book or they just didn't mess with the people who were already doing it. Hmm. Yeah, and that, that worry creeps but, right uh, back in. <laughs> I will say they have made a lot of their own original uh, shows, and I haven't seen them all, not even close, but all the ones I have seen, I've been impressed with except maybe one. Now, that one they did change a lot, and I didn't like the changes they made. That was uh, the recent one, uh, the movie. It wasn't a TV show, it was a movie, um, Tom Clancy. Mm. They made the uh, No Remorse movie. I think it's No Remorse. I think it's the name of it. With, uh, with um, uh, Warmonger from Black Panther. I can't think of his name at the moment. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan was in it. And the changes they made, I guess, I think they were what they were doing was they were trying to update it. But mm. the changes they made just, they did not do the book justice at all. But that's not fantasy. And they are del- delving a lot into fantasy right now with the Lord of the Rings. You know, the Will of Time. I think there's something else that um, they're doing that's fantasy, too. I can't remember what it was, but there's, I think there's another the live-action fantasy they're working on. And But none of them has been released, so we we have no idea what, what kind of effort they're putting into it. Yeah, and on this particular project, they seem to have been more secretive than they have been with releases for other works. Which is, on the one I hand, good PR, more- you know. I, th- I think they've been more secretive on this project than just about any other studio on any other project. Even even Endgame released a little more than uh, than they've been releasing. I think COVID may have had a huge hand in that, though. I think that uh, that really derailed whatever marketing plans they had to begin with, since it, it messed up the shooting schedule so bad. Because I mean that 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 started almost right after they announced they were even working on this. Mm, fair point. And see, that would make me feel better than the alternative of, you know, they don't have very much confidence in it either. So they're just kind of lowering expectation. I I think not only do they have confidence in it, but I think they have a lot riding on it because I I think they're trying to find the next Game of Thrones. And and frankly, not only could they do that with the Wheel of Time, but they could access much broader audiences than Game of Thrones ever targeted. And much longer run with an already completed story. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if they did it right, they could stretch that into, I mean, given how they put eight to 10 episodes out at a time, if they were really trying to, to hit every major point, it'd be a probably 15, at least 20 episode or I don't know, 20, 20 seasons. It'd be huge. It would be 14 easy because you could just divide it by book. Easy. Easy. Yeah. At least. I mean, <laughs> yeah, at least. like that would be the bare yeah, minimum. And, and- and, and I still feel like you would lose a lot because yeah. you're trying to take any volume of the Wheel of Time and work it down into you know between eight and twelve hours, depending on how many you know episodes per season. That's that's quite the challenge to hit all those plot points and all that characterization. Mm-hmm. Really. Well, I know you're going to take a lot. You know, you, you look at how thick the books are, how 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 long these books are, and you have to think about how much does it reduce that book if you remove all the internal monologuing and mm-hmm. all of the the, the descriptions of yeah. everything. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, that... Beverages, those books a lot. Those two pages describing, you know, the what the city looked and smelled and sounded like, it's accomplished in, what, a half a second, two seconds mm-hmm. on film? Well, hopefully, if they but, distill it down good enough, right? Mm-hmm. I, will, I will say that I'm glad, as long-winded as he tended to be, I'm kind of glad he did that for the for the people who are making the show because they should whether they change it or not they should have no uh, uh, excuse for not knowing what anything looks like because he was very descriptive with everything. Oh, well, not only that, but don't forget the graphic novels for I think the entire Eye of the World, the first book and the prequel exist. Oh yeah, official. I forgot about those. I've never, I've never actually uh, checked them out, but I do know they. I, I have seen them. I haven't either, but they exist, and that's effectively storyboarding, right? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And it was settled an argument that uh, we've had before, Chi, about exactly what they look like. You know, taking past the page, what would it look like when you Absolutely. render them? Look at the. Uh, Someone has the wiki. The wiki's got all those, all those illustrations out there. Oh, okay. I will definitely check that out then. Because I've mostly been looking yeah, at okay. other people's artistic renderings. And I have favorites. Even if they're not yeah, accurate, they're, they're, they're more accurate to my feeling. Really yeah, as I, even if they're not accurate to the page, they're accurate to the feeling of the character. <laughs> definitely. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be key to the whole show, right? The character. Absolutely. The setting is, is important, but the characters make the whole story. And it's hilarious that the setting is important, and this is one of the few fantasy uh, series that doesn't even name what the setting is. <laughs> but you, re- you realize I'm, that? I'm, I'm... <laughs> Wait, repeat that. I said you realize that this, you know, if you're in Tolkien, you know, you're in Middle Earth. If you're, you know, f- maybe you're in Flat World or you're in Narnia. This is the only fantasy series I know of that doesn't even give a name. The Third Age. Well, that's the time of whatever, you know, when, where. Yeah, everybody, you know, the fans, we just call it Ranland, but technically we're never provided with an actual overall name that houses all these different nations. True, but what, I mean, it, to quote the series, there are no beginnings or ends to the turnings of the wheel of time, right? So how do well, you name and, and when Where it, do you put the name? Well, they name cities. Game of, Game of Thrones didn't give it to us either. We know about Westeros, but that, that could be just like, um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we know Westeros is a nation, basically, and we knew about the other na- continent, and we knew a little bit about the other continent to the uh, other side, so at least you knew kind of the world kept going around you. We only know some cities and some locations. We have no idea of how scope, how big a scope this is in, rel- in relation to the rest of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. We only knew about what one continent in wherever the the Sean Chench came from? Yeah, Pretty much. Yeah, it's actually very yeah. ambiguous. Once you know, once you get to that level of globalization, it's just the cities and nations right, there needed. It did hint. It yeah, did I'm trying to remember the, the lands beyond the waste, though, right? And the, the fantastic beasts that dwelled there, the weird cultures. It hinted at it. Uh, knew there were more out there. Yeah. But I wonder how much more. How what? this might be a little patch of the world, for all we know. I wonder if they mentioned the guy. Um, I can't remember his name. The adventurer 
that people that everybody seems to know about. His book is in different libraries. The the, the adventure of old that's gone to all these places. Is that one of the books they they always talk about? When they always talk about like the yeah. three. Jane Farstrider. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. James Farstrider. Or if they end up mentioning him, because the way they talked about him, somebody could do like a prequel series just on him, because apparently he has he has some wild adventures. <laughs> Marco Polo of Randland. Pretty much. <laughs> more like more like Indiana Jones of Randland. Mm, even better. I'll admit, though, for the longest time, every time they said Jane Farstrider, I assumed it was a girl. That's just me. Yeah, could have been. I'm okay with that. I never thought that. about it, actually. I, never, I actually never thought about a, gen, a gender for Jane Farstrider until they gave me one. Yeah, no. Yeah, my, exactly. my, instinct, my instinct was female, and I was like, that's awesome, because it's one of like their epic hero people. Yay! We made the cut! And I wouldn't, and, and it wouldn't have been surprising in these books. Just well, considering, I never heard the, the audio book and going off how it was spelled, mm-hmm. which, if I'm not mistaken, was J A I N. I had no idea if it was Jane or Jane or mm-hmm. whatever, so I just never gave it a gender. And see, the first time I heard the name, it was through the audio book, so it was just Jane. And then, and, and, you know, as far as the series goes, if anyone was going to have, you know, a major epic historical or mythological force be female, it would be this series. It loves its oh, women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that they didn't give, um, you have a lot of powerful women, you have a lot of, you know, bold, strong women in the, in the series, but they, they aren't all just, you know, bold, strong, they're full spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you have the weak, you have the strong, you have the intelligent, you have the not too bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have the maternal. You have it. You have every aspect. Yeah. yeah, right. And most importantly, the lead female characters don't have plot lines that revolve around a guy or obtaining romance. They have things to do. Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, I love the fact that that you know are are often. Our protagonists are trying to save um, the, the female lead, and they're like, "We don't need saving. We're good." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and nine times out of ten, that is absolutely accurate. <laughs> so, if you were to imagine the worst case scenario for the series, what would you? How would that look? How would that play out? Have you ever seen the Dresden live action series? Oh, oh God. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, in fairness, I can't compare it to the books because, you know, I haven't read them. But I did see the show and I didn't like what I saw. But I just don't know how bad that is compared to, well, you know, the sword. The worst part I can say about that show and the, and the comparison between, you know, book to, to movie is that later on, after I'd seen the show and after I read. I'd say the first 12 books, I found out that one of the shows, one of the episodes was, um, that was supposed to be a pilot for the show, uh, was the first book. And yeah, I was like, yeah, one of, episode like, was the whole first None of the yeah. books. Yeah. Uh, none of the books were um, episodes. I'm like, no, it wasn't. And they named which one. So I went back and watched it because I knew that book. <laughs> and 
knowing that that episode was based on the book, I still barely recognized it. Mm. Yeah, hey. how, how do you take an entire novel and, and condense it down into a less than one hour episode without just eradicating most of the plot? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 failed Dresden. They 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 really failed at that one. Huge disservice to the whole series, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. And Butcher hasn't said bad things about it. He said he just he just thinks of it as an ultimate reality of how things could have gone in the Dresden universe. <laughs> Bland and boring. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I take it you agree with his with his answer. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think one of my uh, one of my uh, big fears about it is I'm I'm afraid that they're going to rush it. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna they're gonna cut too much out yes. and they're gonna rush it, or they're gonna have trouble. A lot a lot of the fun of reading that book is you as a reader know what Rand's up to and why. You know what Perrin's up to and why. Mm-hmm. You know what you know. The king over here is up to, and why? You know what the Aes Sedai are up to, and why? And then you hear them rationalize what's going on in the world around them, <laughs> and they're basing it on their experiences and what they know. So I'm not I'm not saying they're stupid, <laughs> but there's just a, not a lot. Of, there's just not a lot of communication, and they're going off of this is what we expect to happen, and trying to rationalize in that scope. And they just get it wrong so often and just watch these characters interact with each other, <laughs> getting it wrong. So <laughs> and it's just fun to watch. But most of that is carried out in internal um, dialogue, monologues or whatever, and, and yeah. hearing what they're really thinking about, what their motivations are. And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid a lot of that's going to get lost because it often does when you translate from the written word to the visual media. You, you tend to lose that. You, a lot of that was lost in um, Game of Thrones. It just, the show didn't suffer, but if you read the book and then you watched the show, you lost a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, 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 I, I am worried of losing too much of it and, and you know, when they, they bring us the will of time. Yeah, I totally agree with that. If, if I had to say that, was my, that, that would be my greatest fear as well. Um, if I had to give a number two or just, you know, for the sake of giving a different answer, mm-hmm. I'd worry that they just tried to change it at all, you know, tried to, I'm trying to think of an example, right? The the George Clooney Batman comes to mind, right? Where <laughs> that director just tried to put his stamp on it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm worried about that. Or, or it's not a story that's open to directorial interpretation. Or, or changing the characters, you know, pronouncing his name like, was, uh, on to Angda. Yep, but I was right. going to go one step further and saying uh, not only changing pronunciations of names that people have gotten accustomed to and that's what they associate the character with, but changing drastically changing ethnicities of characters without cause. Like if you have no, a reason, absolutely. I'm okay with that, but without cause. Or in well, this case, my one, fear would be gender. You know that that annoys me. Genders could be be offsetting because of their their roles are pretty clearly you know stamped out well that's what and i'm saying changing yes and a lot of those roles if you change gender in this it throws off that the whole entire dynamic almost which is yes. why i'm afraid in pretty much every culture mentioned yes. which is why yeah. i'm afraid yes but, <laughs> but 
um, ethnicities aren't that big a deal because we don't really know. Yeah, yeah. we do. Agreed. No, that's not, one. Of the, that's one of the things really. that Jordan described pretty well. So you, even if you don't have a concrete, you know, look of a person, we got concrete looks of like the genetic grouping of the different ethnicities. And he had a wild variety. But more importantly, more uh, importantly, we know how diverse the cities were. Exactly. Exactly. It may be that I don't know because there's a lot in a lot of this is one of the failings I have with writing. Um, I don't know what a lot of descriptions are that in some of the books I read, like when they talk about almond shaped eyes, I don't really know what almond shaped eyes are. So I don't know what ethnicity he's talking about or may referring to that has almond shaped eyes or we talked about the, the chin or we talked about some of the words used to describe the chin or their color or their uh, or aquiline, you know, the shape of their ears aquiline the nose mm-hmm. yeah so I'm, I'm when he uses some of those descriptions i don't know what i'm not sure exactly what the picture for that and i don't have an ethnicity to assign it to because of that so i just kind of gave my own you know, interpretation in my mind of what I think these people look like and just assigned that. But mm. I, so I didn't see it as knowing, you know, this, this, these guys relate to, you know, this, this nation or, you know, this real life nation or real life color or ethnicity or culture or whatever. Well, as, I, as the writer, I would expound on that. Go ahead. Honestly. Yeah. Sorry. I, I would say that, you know, truth be told, I, when I'm, when I'm reading, I don't really think in the terms of ethnicity or even or even gender, to be honest, unless it's spelled out for me. I just I care more about how the character reacts than what they look like or even what their costume is or really even, you know, the majority of the setting, to be honest. I'm more concerned with the goings on in their head, the the motivations, the outcomes, you know, the action, the the parts that matter of the story. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the look. The look can be whatever it ma- you know, whatever it wants. We've seen a, a bazillion interpretations of, say, Cinderella, right? The look doesn't matter. Mm. Who plays who doesn't matter as long as the characters do what the characters are supposed to do in the story, right? You can put them anywhere. Mm. And, and I agree with you up to a point. The only difference I would say is Cinderella has been around, and so she should evolve and change shape, because like you said, the shape doesn't really matter as long as the story stays. But for this, because it does some things that you just really don't see in fantasy series, namely the high representation of powerful and fully you know, uh, independent women, I'm afraid to see it change this early. Like, let it, let it be shown before it evolves. And particularly Absolutely. with this story, because think... it rotates on gender lines, you know. I agree, and I don't. I don't think this is a story where they should do any gender swapping. Yeah. Simply because it's already doing a very good role, or I'm sorry, a very good job of handling those gender roles and how they how they persist and in, in, in work in this world. Right. And the, that's already been thought through. Yeah. And, handled. and, and they try, don't need to do it. And trying to change one would be like trying to pluck a strand of the weave. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and with the ethnicities, I think the same thing applies just because, like I said, for, um, um, keywords aside to help you navigate what their appearance is, the protagonists that we end up following are, you know, are country folk. So every time they've encountered, you know, people from a different state or nation or area, it's always been a lot of description about what this other looked because it was so foreign to them. 
And so, and that may be one of You're the right. reasons I keyed into that because just like them, this was a new group and a new culture. And he gave so many details, it had to be relevant. So I also don't want to sure. see that change. That's the verse, diversity once, of his once they setting. Once an established character, once, once they become an established character, I'd say that those details kind of take a back seat to character details, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how would that specific character react to this situation? No. And that is just irrelevant to looks or even gender. Except something else, in real time, I would say. Right? Something else I am afraid of is are they going to be bold enough to put in some of the more questionable um, things that uh, that might <laughs> they might shape the the the, the, the width of the audience that they're gonna they're gonna be catering to, mm-hmm. you know, like the off me air. Are they going to have their full cultural uh, aerial secrecies? <laughs> what's are, that, they gonna, are they gonna have? What's Amazon's um, history on that? Uh, well, the the the. the Part of it's going to be dictated by what kind of rating they want to put on it. And they they haven't said that? They're not scared. What's that? Have they said anything about the rating? Um, You know, actually, I don't know. But but I know that if they follow the book, it probably won't be... I mean, there's there's plenty of violence. (laughs) But there probably won't be as much blood and, and sex as there would be in, say, Game of Thrones. Right, which so, is a low bar still. They may, they, yeah, they may be trying to look for, you know, the teen rating, uh, the teen, the, the 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 teen audience, and the uh, and the uh, maybe even a, even a young, you know, younger teen audience, like PG thirteen maybe or PG. Yeah, they may be looking for that kind of audience, but then you have you know, uh, cultures like the Shan Chin that have certain, you know parts about about how they handle uh, people that can channel mm-hmm. and they might not want to want to show it you know like it was depicted in the book and i think it would take away to, to not do that or almost yeah. you know almost keep the purpose of having them if you take that away the off me air that just it was just a flavor of being out in the ocean and how they handle their culture you know how yeah. they how they how they dress is very important to their culture and you're I'm afraid they might, you know, lose that. Then they get, or they might try to overdo it. They, they might try to keep it in there and overdo it, just so they can, you know, do put it. more seats in front of the TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's possible. I hope not, but that's entirely possible. In fact, that's what I've been hearing from um, the fandom about the Tolkien series. They've been hearing rumors that they're going to uh, include things that were not included in Tolkien's books because they want more seats yeah, in front well, of the screen. Oh, the Aiel. I'm afraid they're going to they're going to handle them, you know, poorly. And I am Well, I'm I'm more worried about them. Not, it's not. I guess I'm more worried about them for different reasons. Really, it's not that I'm afraid they're going to tone it down because you know of culture, or whatever. I'm, I'm afraid they're just going to not make them as badass as they are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with that. It's a uh, culture of Batman, is what it is. <laughs> so what i guess i guess what it boils down to right we're all worried about them watering any part of the overall narrative down right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's what it boils down to well the last thing i'll ask then so we can end on a positive note what are you excited to see Mm. i want 
want to see. I want to see a visual representation of Roy Young. Mm, I want to see a phonetic representation of Roy Young. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that uh, looks like written down, the, and that that's not that's not right. <laughs> uh, on that same note, for both for both of our our, our, our wishes, there, I also want to see Teleon Riyadh. Oh, oh God, yeah! I can't wait to see. Can't wait to see that. Yes. <laughs> yes. the, wolf, the wolf dream yes yeah yeah they're not particularly talkative yet the wolf conversation is some of my favorite <laughs> uh, yeah, Honestly, if I had to pick a thing I'm excited to see I, I'm, I'm interested to see how they handle the male side of weaving because we haven't seen any visuals of that and it really wasn't made overly clear what that looked like Right? we know what it felt like Mm. You don't know what it looked like, right? So I'm, I'm interested to see how they handle that. And you know, I'm also that, interested to see how a... they handle some of the uh, some of the the uh, uh, shadow spawn. To be honest, that is a really good point that I wish you had mentioned like eight months ago. I could have put that in my <laughs> thesis. <laughs> I did not address that. Oh, and and I didn't really think about it. He's right, though. Yeah. I remember, I remember. Uh, most people can see. No, no, not to the back. No, that's the die can see. It. Only the only the women channelers can see it. Mm-hmm. They can see the weave. And they always talk about what the weave looked like, but mm-hmm. they, the men never really talked about what it looked like. And the only time you even, I, I even remember anyone mentioning seeing men channel, <laughs> seeing what it looked like, was when someone was shocked. That person's challenge ID. <laughs> I remember that, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously they saw something different by seeing that. But it but still doesn't describe what yeah, the actual I, magic looked like. Yeah, and then the book filled with or maybe even overfilled with descriptions. That was I can't an obvious a lack. Time where he described what. Yeah. Neither can I, which is why I've been excellent fodder for my thesis. Thanks a lot, Joe. Huh. <laughs> Well, I mean, but, the closest we came, I think, was when, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry if I butcher the pronunciation again, I've only ever read it. So if, when uh, Nanave, right? Hey, we don't know we're going to be right. Lynn, they could they go third. No, no, just, just in case you were, I've, I've heard him say the name so often that oh. I knew what he was talk, which one he's talking about. Fair enough, fair enough. Make sure you, you know. He's heard, he's heard me butcher it enough times, he knows <laughs> what I'm trying to get across. Fair enough. The character that was constantly pulling a braid, which, by the way, better be in the show. Yes. That was yes. E, that was her tit. Yes. Yes. But uh, I digress. But anyway, um, she's probably the that came. She's probably whoever came the closest to describing what a male channeling, you know, was like when they were. Mm. I'd have to reread that scene, but possibly, yeah. She still never described what it looked like, only what it felt like to her. Mm-hmm. Well, we and, get a lot about what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, Tons it, about the struggle and how yeah. hard it is, but nothing nothing about the visual of it. Yeah, fact, ve- uh, very visceral. Jordan often used the word seized. Yep. But with the women, the women would uh, sub- not submit. Was it submit? Yield. And he used yield. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 would yield or embrace. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That they had not to surrender. That yeah. was that was, was a section. Embrace. They embrace. That is embrace. That's the best. 
go ahead. Yeah. That one a lot. Embrace. Yeah. They embrace Sidon. They the, the men seize Sidon. Yeah, if you want to do by uh, frequency of appearance, it's yield and embrace are the top two. Because that section was in the thesis. <laughs> and C's is the outlier, I mean the stronger one for the men. By far. Right. Which is an interesting nod toward the females needing to, to submit, if you think about it, right? Yep, or write about it, as I did. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's not it's not every day you have to write a super long paper on one of your favorite books. So it worked out. <laughs> not every day that somebody gives you a chance to talk about it. <laughs> That's true, and happy to provide the opportunity. Well written. <laughs> and both of you will get a chance to continue to talk about it when we see you again on the show. Um, once the show airs and. We'll bring you back in to talk about what we just witnessed. Hopefully, it'll be all awesomeness. And hopefully, they do not mess up whatever CGI models they use for wolves. Oh, yeah. They need to get that right. Yeah. Yes, because we are historically really, really bad at making CGI wolves. Like, give me a good example of a CGI wolf, honestly. Game of Thrones? Maybe. They were okay, yeah. And it still looked like a big husky, right? Uh, what's, what's, uh, not Snow, what was his name? What was John Snow's, uh... Oh, uh, Ghost. Ghost, Ghost. Ghost, Ghost looked awesome. Yeah. But Ghost had the but benefit of being say, white. Yeah. I, I will say he was the only one that really looked awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I think the coloring had, because you didn't have details with him. All you saw was white and red eyes. So you lose a lot of the physical detail. Yep. But it's it's more about the gate, you know, the the presence, right? If you ever seen a wolf, you know what I'm talking about. Like there's a there's a way they move, there's a way they're built that makes them feel and seem realistic, and they are very bad at that when it comes to CGI. Well, something that's been is absent from any of the the leaked footage or you know the release clips or pictures. Okay. Yeah, that's been a concern. That's yes. a concern for me. Though I, I will say, in my defense, that no matter how many times Jordan did an excellent description of an Ogier, my brain still pulls up Torin. It just I can't seem to overwrite the file. I, I, I just picture Torin. <laughs> Actually, what 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 do they call those? Um, remember Fraggle Rock? Well, I remember it, yeah. Remember, remember the ones that lived near the trash heap? Yeah, the little rat creatures. No, 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 the big ones. Big ones. No. They were like giants. They were, they kind of remind me of what what I envisioned for the the old gear. Uh, you're not, you're not, you're not wrong. I just sent you guys a link to check out two of the more official. Uh, this is on the wiki. Actually, before I look at it, would you say it looks closer to a Bothan, an Ogier would? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking a little bit more, a little bit more trollish though. Yeah. For sure. Than, but still. Than feline. Still good callback though. Yes. Very much. <laughs> the previous episode. Yeah. I can see that. Definitely. Oh yeah, this guy. Uh. Seamus, I love his artwork. 
when I think of the characters, honestly, I think more of his artwork than I do of the descriptions and um, what I imagine upon they, first reading. They use a ton of his for the wiki. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The boy is talented. You know, and this is where I'm going to have a problem. You know, just it's, it's going to be a personal thing, but I'm going to have a problem with tr moving from the Audible book to the uh, to the show. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to have a problem with any of the other voices. You know that they did. But listening, I I, I hear Law's voice <laughs> from the narrator, and I don't know what voice they're going to use when they, when they speak. But I I just know it's going to throw me off. I'm going to have trouble uh, with that one. I know I know it's coming. I'm trying to prepare for it. I'm getting ready. I know it's going to happen. There's one only one loyal. <laughs> and what was what well, I, I did not listen to the audiobook so. What was that like? Was that was it deep? Was it grumbly, gravelly? It wasn't gravelly. It was it was like deep. Uh, it was kind of slow, yep. deep. That sounds right. Maybe, maybe nasally. Was it was it nasally? Oh, you are big. Yeah, yeah. Even, make that yeah. Even even the women were, were done um, with more of a deep, but I think most of the ogier speaking were done by Michael Kramer. So I mean. It's, gonna have the deep anyway because it's the guy doing the female voices all the more reason i kept conjuring up torin they shared the same characteristics yeah. vocally i can see that yeah yeah i can see that and then of course the size thing also old. plays in yeah like i said knew they but knew nothing alike up, but <laughs> and yeah in just a few days we will have an answer you know because the show will have started yay Still far too far away oh the, the countdown years. is nearly over well that's true too but the wait is nearly over and next time we meet it will be to review one of those episodes so can't wait and can't wait to bring you back to the show can't wait to come back enjoyed it Absolutely. great conversation hopefully we have good things to say Join us next week for more Weaves and Will Talk. And please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. May you find shade, my friends. I was no, gonna say no, you, deep you rumbling. I think you know the uh, the the t the big turtle in the Neverending Story. Imagine it didn't have a cold. <laughs> yes. And, and had a little more confidence. You know what? <laughs> I I actually kind of envision like a nicer, a little bit more friendly Smaug. Okay, but well, here, here here's my Michael Kramer, my Michael Kramer impression of Lowell. Uh oh. Okay. Talking to Rand. That's far too hasty. <laughs> actually, that's yeah, not that bad. <laughs> that's actually not bad. That sounds like if Grandmother Willow was Grandfather Willow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Sean Connery with a cold, but okay. <laughs> not bad at all. I can see that.